0: sexy that's l-i-q-u-o-r don't get it twisted hello everyone welcome back to kitty liquor that's l-i-q-u-o-r don't get it twisted this is episode 56 and i am your host cat wonders I feel kind of like a little kitty myself with a little special kitty collar on. (laughs) And a little donut for a name tag. Um, It keeps flipping backwards though and it does not look half as cute backwards. I want to see the front of the donut. It's got a little strawberry on it. And something else. A strawberry and a dollop of whipped cream. Yes, my outfit's a little over the top but guess what? (laughs) Who cares? (laughs) Suck it up and move on. (laughs) This is actually a sugar thrills ensemble and um i've got a little matching skirt on and typically i'm not wearing the matching bottom when i'm filming my podcast because you can't see me from the waist down but i just couldn't resist so here i am in the full getup. i have allergies <clears throat> like crazy and no kleenex so i'm gonna have to use my tea towel <laughs> to dry my nostril What's new? It's episode 56 and today I've got a really interesting looking cocktail that I've never made before but I'm going to put my little twist on it as usual um, in my concoctail segment. It's going to be a little twist on sex on the beach. To be honest I don't even know what really goes into like if you were to order one at the bar like what they put into it. We're just going to experiment with some shit see what happens um i was gonna say something else and i don't remember what it is oh yeah i was gonna do my this isn't what it was but i just thought of this i was gonna put my hair in little like dutch loops like this and then i thought last (laughs) my last podcast episode 55 i wore my hair in like dutch buns too or little side buns i don't want to didn't want to double up (sighs) also today's podcast is very kindly sponsored by Me! 25 days in micro bikinis is happening right now. Today is day 16, I believe. So the day that you're watching this, there are 16 different micro bikini try-on videos available on Patreon and OnlyFans. Now, these micro bikinis are... I'm starting to kind of dislike fuller coverage swimsuits because these are so good. The color, the fabric, the fit, to die for. And of course I start off kind of at the beginning of the video looking like this and then slowly stripping away down to my micro. So anyway, it's so so much fun. If you are interested, go check it out. If not, totally fine. I get it. It's not everybody's jam. For me, it is. Do you know one year I uh, was Pippi Longstocking for Halloween and I put wire like a coat hanger in my hair? And rather than it stay up like this, there was one up and then there was one down. <laughs> but I think people got the, got the point. Okay, so concoctails. Now, twist on sex on the beach. Today I'm going to be using two ounces of coconut lime vodka by this company, Lucky Bastard. They sent me this as well as a beautiful espresso vodka. Um, This I quite like, if you couldn't tell. And I'm gonna be using this. Two ounces. Um, I'm gonna be using one ounce of melon liqueur. I'm also going to be using some blue Gatorade. Hey, doesn't this Gatorade go really well with my outfit? Wink, not. (laughs) It's like modern, sporty, and I'm just like, old school, dainty, frilly, pretty outfit. Um, Okay, so and then yeah, blue Gatorade and some edible shimmer powder. Hey, you know what? I know why I wore a skirt, to dab my nostril. Anyway, okay, so I've got my handy dandy cocktail shaker that I just filled with ice so it shouldn't be too melted. And a beautiful glass from Anthropologie. This is one of my favorites. I drink wine, cocktails, water. That's pretty much it from this glass. (laughs) So it's near and dear to my heart. Hey, by the way, somebody gave me this. I was at one of my favorite restaurants and they're like, I wanted to take the champagne bottle home that I ordered. And uh, she's like, let me grab something for you. And this apparently is supposed to go on and like keep the champagne fresh, but it didn't fit on the bottle. And I I tried putting it on there and like going like this and trying to pump it. Do you know how this works? Let me know in the comments down below. Okay, so first we're going to start off with two ounces of this coconut lime vodka from Lucky Bastard. This is a summer staple. I'm not sponsored by them. They just sent me this stuff for free. Um, Even though my liquor is a write-off, strangely. (laughs) Um, These guys make really, really nice stuff. They sent me, like I said, the espresso one, which I love as well. But this is coconut lime. Like any summer cocktail you're making needs this. So just saying. So two ounces. One. <laughs> two ounces, two cups. I don't know the difference. <laughs> one ounce of this melon liqueur. Now, if you didn't know what bubblegum flavor is, where it comes from, it's melon. Um, after smelling this, it was like hubba bubba. Double bubble. <laughs> it definitely reminds me of that. Um, one ounce of that. Now, we're gonna add the gatorade and then some shimmer powder and have you I, I, have you guys ever seen me use shimmer powder it literally creates a very it's, it's such a magical addition to any kind of clear cocktail you don't want to use it in anything maybe that has like orange juice in it or something opaque because you're not it's not going to have the same effect but it really and you know what to be honest you'll still see it um you might have to point it out so people like look but when in these the movement that this cocktail has it's like a a piece of classical movement a uh, music i'm glad it's not double sealed do you ever notice when like you have to pull the seal off the top like the plastic and then there's one of these underneath it instantly turns adults into toddlers my allergies are through the roof you guys i was watching youtube videos last night in bed with a kleenex on my chest because every time sorry that must have sounded terrible to you there's a weird echo through the table through the microphone so like it looked like i was crying my eyes it's just allergies the way i was laying i just like had like a corner of the kleenex at the edge of my eye just absorbing all the water that was coming out of it terrible (sighs) Oopsies, I think I'm, there's too much booze in here. Can you see how full it is? It's going to be an interesting podcast. Okay, so I'm going to add some Gatorade. I mean, to be honest, who doesn't like a refill or five? It's going to be a long night. Woo! Okay, and now some shimmer powder. Uh, Typically, I have something to scoop it out of here. I'm going to use the end of my straw. Just joking, (laughs) this is white powder. It doesn't look like much in the container. I ordered this, sorry, I have to block my face out for it to focus, Super Pearl. I got this from Amazon and I ordered five of them just because I'm like, how often? So I'm gonna do about that much in there. A little bit does go a long way. And um, yeah, if if I rub it on the back of my hand, you can kind of see is a little it's got a little shimmer effect you could use it as eyeshadow probably if you really wanted to I don't think it's made out of sugar sterling pearl super pearl the company is the sugar art the so it's probably really finely milled sugar or something I don't know all right now we're gonna mix up mix this up okay wait what are we gonna call it because it's not sex on the beach maybe it's sex in the car Sex in the driveway, Um, sex in the minivan, (laughs) for you parents out there. Sex in the mountains. But I think the beach part is why it's blue. So, but we do have some pretty incredibly gorgeous blue lakes in the mountains. Can you even hear me? Here we go. I did not expect it to be this green. <laughs> it's perfect! It's the perfect amount! Wow, okay. Check out the shimmer action in this cocktail. I'm gonna... No, I'm not gonna spill it. Ready? Ooh La... La. Let me try it, and then I'll decide what it's called. (laughs) Sex in Jamaica. That's what it is. It tastes like, it tastes what I imagine Jamaica is like. Hot, coconutty, reggae. Sex in Jamaica, that's it. And it wouldn't be a proper cocktail, a tropical cocktail that is, without my handy-dandy umbrella pick. What are these things called? <laughs> a little cocktail umbrella? Um, but it's of course not an umbrella, it's a palm tree. And let's go with an orange umbrella, like an actual little umbrella under the palm tree, because that's where it would be in real life. Sex in Jamaica. Okay, I will admit one thing it does need is a bit of lemon juice or some lime juice. Just to add a bit of acidity, Um, because the coconut lime vodka is good, but it's not like super acidic. Oh my God, you guys. I really feel like I should be in a bikini for this. Let me just adjust my tie. And yep, my donut is still facing the right way. That's some frickin' cleavage. Some cleave action here. All right. So, I almost feel like playing some reggae for groovy music, but I've already got my song picked out. We'll see how it goes. I don't know. My week. So, I'm still not finished completing the greenhouse. I've been kind of doing other things in between the immense amount of work that is involved with putting this frickin' greenhouse together. There's got to be like 10,000 nuts and bolts, there are sheets of plastic, I mean that's not even the, the biggest deal, everything's under a tarp, but still, like it's been raining, the boxes are wet. <laughs> And um, I've noticed a few mistakes in the actual instructions which are not like the biggest deal um, and it wouldn't really structurally make a huge difference. Um, And then because I I had to double check with somebody I'm like does this make sense? (laughs) And they're like no it doesn't Um, but like I said it's not really structural like if I were to build it the way the instruction it I just it just wouldn't work I'd be doing it would be like what the hell I figured it out anyway um so that's still being made um I've been dying to get some of my planters done but I can't until June because it's been so shitty and cold at night it's like minus one every night which is not good for annuals like flowering flowers uh just saying but I have been gardening okay you guys so I went to one of the local greenhouses and they provide a list of kind of they're not deer proof plants, but plants that deer will kind of choose other things over. So it's got like a list of annuals, perennials, shrubs, all sorts of different things. So was like, woohoo, sweet. So one of the things on that list was lilacs and i love lilacs the smell is like summer to me my oma and opa had a white lilac bush next to their house a beautiful big white lilac bush and the backyard the front yard smelled like white lilacs and to me it's just very sentimental and it's just a lovely looking flower shrub bush whatever the hell it is (laughs) so i was like okay i got three different types of lilacs okay Uh, Sorry, two. I got, I couldn't find any white ones at this specific greenhouse, but I got a regular kind of purple one. Duh. And then there was, there's another one that's got like larger flowers, but the flowers are purple with like a white edge around them. So I was super excited about that one. That's the one I planted closest to my yard. The other one I planted down over there. When they get older and bigger, they don't stop growing. They just keep expanding. And it's kind of like, you know, Blackberries, they just get out of control, uh, but you can trim them and do all sorts of, duh. Anyway, It's <laughs> not so stupid, but anyway, I was really excited. I spent like $34 per plant, but they were pretty established, right? Like, it's not like I was buying it this big. It was gonna flower this year, which is what I was looking forward to. So I plant one over in the yard, another one way down there. However, this year, there is such an influx of deer and I initially started thinking, um, is it just me? Like, am I just noticing more deer? Because like, you know, when you start thinking something, you start seeing more of it. So I'm like seeing deer everywhere and I'm think- I'm almost looking for them. That's why I'm seeing them all the time. Until somebody else told me, they're like, is it just me or the freaking deer everywhere this year? So many. Probably meaning that there is a shortage of pred- predators like cougars, wolves, wolves. Uh, so, I have a feeling there's, I, I think I said this in a previous podcast, I, f- I have a feeling there's going to be, I'll be able to shoot two deer this year <laughs> instead of just one. Anyway, but so I plant the lilac bush and I planted, I think I had 11 different shrubs and bushes all together. I planted around my fire pit, I planted around, and uh, you know, in the hopes that in the future they're going to establish and just be beautiful and just add some interest to my yard because I just built this place and I have all the greatest grass ever like (laughs) um meaning i planted i planted i laid a ton of sod not just me me and my team um and essentially it's it's gorgeous looks like a freaking golf course but it needs some some interest so i go outside because you know i wanted to look after my little freshly planted plants and with my watering can and little minerals and great fertilizer in there I walk out <laughs> to my lilac bush that I planted and it's about a quarter the size and initially I was like god it's really weird I remember this being a lot bigger and then I realized that the deer had came past all the lovely grass and other things that they normally would eat and freaking ate three quarters of my goddamn lilac, including the little bud that was coming out and was going to flower. So then a rage hit me (laughs) and I figured (laughs) there's got to be a way to deter the deer and I don't want to cage all of my fresh shrubs because that sucks. It looks horrible. I want to enjoy it for what it is. So I was online looking at like different remedies and different like techniques people use to keep the deer away whatever and essentially it's really there's nothing you can really do especially when there's you wake up to like 12 or 13 sp- like spread all over your field and yard um they're just going to like they're almost daring each other i swear to god there's like teenage deer that are like hey jimmy come check this plant out and jimmy goes up there and then you know the kid really encourages jimmy to take a bite of something he shouldn't because they shouldn't be eating this is what i'm saying there's enough other stuff out there (sighs) super annoying but guess what i have other shrubs and bushes that they didn't touch that i know are going to survive i feel good about it i'm really glad that i didn't spend a ton of money on like a even bigger bush a white light because at this point i'm ready i'm sitting out till three in the morning with my shotgun i'm going to blast every one of those away (laughs) talking about deer If you just tuned in (laughs) anyway um, no i wouldn't do that but that's what i feel like doing don't touch my plants i love the deer i do love the mist in the morning and the deer and you know the animals but there's always a downside (laughs) it's not it's never just like nature is so perfect and beautiful well we're kind of living amongst them and you know i'm kind of living on their property and um, they're just living out their lives it is lovely. Sex in Jamaica. <laughs> Life is what Jamaica. of it. <laughs> maybe that's what I should call it. I think I've actually, to be honest, I don't know if I've ever heard, I think I just made that up. <laughs> Cause I Jamaica, Jamaica of it. Uh, but maybe not. Do you ever do that where you think you've made up a song or you think you've made something up and you share it with somebody and they're like, actually, no, that's a song by the Beatles. And you're like, frick, God, I thought, because when I used to teach myself, well, when I used to play guitar, I taught myself to play guitar, so I couldn't really be, read music, only tabs. And I would write my own songs. And then I would realize that the melody that I was using was from like a song that I guess my dad used to play, or my parents were always playing music from the 70s. And and am um, like, crap, that is already a song. Uh, Anyway, oh yes, and one other thing. So some of my Dutch buddies came up (laughs) and they all live in Holland. They just come to Canada a lot. They're investors and all sorts of, they have all sorts of business here. So whenever they're in town or coming through, we get together. The other night, (laughs) we were at their rental and we stayed up until six in the morning. Okay, I don't know what happened. So like we, I guess we wound up going out for dinner quite late. We got back and then I brought karaoke, which I always do. It's so much fun. And then you just get carried away, karaoke away. Um, and before we knew it, we were eating and then we had snacks and then we were in the hot tub. And then we were like all, and pretty much I was like, hmm, what time is it? it's 4 30 and right away i'm like oh my god like my whole week is ruined it's like having jet lag because if for me i'm I'm not really that great on no sleep but it's it's more of like a mental game that i play with myself where i i actually feel fine but i convince myself that i don't because i know i haven't gotten any sleep so i'm like the whole time thinking about catching up catching up um and these guys they just live on no sleep they travel here all the time and they're always jet lagged. and they just drink more coffee and they're like okay in about two hours I'm gonna feel a lot better because it'll be morning time where they're from you know so they just push through it and then they feel great and uh, not me <laughs> so anyway but the fun wasn't over so we wound up staying up like I said super early and it definitely threw me off for a couple of days um But when was the last time you stayed up until 6 in the morning? But not traveling. Because traveling, you wind up staying up for 24 hours. You know, if you're traveling to Europe, especially from North America. Um, But the last time that I stayed up that late, I feel like I was in high school. A long, long time ago. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, I... I wanna know because some people do this every weekend. I can't tell you how many times. (laughs) So here in the mountains, um, a lot of people have logging jobs that wind up starting really early in the morning, like three, four in the morning, Um, or they're driving truck or whatever. So (laughs) I've been out partying like back when going out to the bar was a thing, which apparently it's really not anymore. (laughs) The bar scene's kind of dying out, Um, but you'd be partying with someone and the bar closes down at three in the morning they're going to work at four. And they're still like pissed at three in the morning and you're like, how is this gonna work? (laughs) You're just gonna go to work? Especially if you're like driving truck, anyway. I'm not meaning to throw anybody under the bus here because everybody's entitled to their partying and whatever they want to do. I'm looking at it outside. It is literally blowing sideways, raining. I just, I'm so cozy in my little cabin in the woods. I love when it's storming. Anyway, um, so yeah, I was up till six. And so I shouldn't say we, we party till six. By the time I got back home, crawled in bed, the robins are like, they're starting to <laughs> I don't <laughs> I can't really make a robin sound but the birds were out sun was out I closed my curtains luckily I really didn't have anything going on that day but still and then the next day yeah but this was a Friday and so I had the weekend to recover but I wasted the weekend that's why my greenhouse <laughs> still not built um But anyway, one day, and I will take a video or photo for you to show you here, because I know a lot of you have heard a lot about my greenhouse. And yeah, I've got some sad news. (laughs) Don't worry, it's really not sad news. It's not goodbye, it's just see you later. (laughs) On the next two Fridays, there will be no Kitty Liquor podcast. Insert size. (sighs) So I'm just taking a little break um, before summertime. This break is actually not going to be wasted. Um, I'm going to be using it very wisely this time. Uh, so just so you know, the I think it's the 27th and the 3rd, the next two Fridays, uh, there will be no Kitty Liquor podcast. But it's not because I've gone anywhere. I'm coming back. I just need a bit of time to sort some things out and prepare. and catch up (laughs) and prepare for summertime because it's going to be the busiest summer of my entire life and I will get more into that when I'm back (laughs) for episode 57 which is going to be a couple weeks late but um, just so you know it's just everything will be okay. It's going to be fine. I want to know who else has been completely consumed by this Johnny Depp and Amber Heard lawsuit happening. I just want to say that I really tried not to get involved or sucked into it because it's Hollywood shit. It's just bullshit. Their lives are, you know, like major movie stars and their crazy wives and vice versa. And they're both crazy. They're not crazy. But as I watch and kind of take in all of this stuff, because everything is public record, like everything is live streamed on YouTube, every court, like every day of court, and I'm telling you, people went crazy, they, there was just like a five day break or something and uh, people were like, <laughs> they couldn't wait to find out like everybody's got theories and everyone is involved and I'm lear- I'm myself learning a lot about like what court terms mean and things you can and can't say in court as a witness and all these testimonies and it's just like what the hell, it's just so wild to me. And I'm not gonna like specifically say whose side I'm on. Johnny's but anyway <laughs> um the more I watch the more I learn and after watching um Amber's testimony and like her talk and the acting that she did during her testimony and like how obvious it was that it was acting and not really truthfully like <laughs> explaining herself it was so obvious and I felt so bad for her because I was like there, we all know people that don't realize that they're being obvious, like they're obviously making something up or they're, she's so (laughs) clueless as to how readable she is when you're watching her talk and tell these stories, but it's so entertaining and after, like I never really got super involved with the whole case until watching her testimony and realizing how ridiculous the whole thing is. And um, so anyway, (laughs) today I think they're interviewing Uh, her sister who sounds a lot like her really doesn't look a lot like her but and (laughs) it's just so crazy and to get a little bit of like real insight into these celebrities lives and like how they live and what they do and and uh, it's just crazy to me so that's the Entertainment Factor is part of the reason why I watch shows like The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills or Orange County because it's so out there. It's so different from reality and like real life or the way that I live my life and my relationships and whatever. It's just so crazy to me. So that it's it's like trash television. It's called trash television because it's really just <laughs> trash. Garbage. Oh, wait a minute. I just realized that I put this shirt together wrong see this hole one of these should be coming out of here whatever I'm not changing it (laughs) I like the way it looks (laughs) when was the last time that you laughed so hard that you cried and I also wrote down when was the last time you laughed so hard you peed your pants (laughs) okay so I have to say that really the only person that I can laugh so hard and pee my pants with or like cry tears of laughter is my sister (laughs) because our references go back so like so far and all she has to do say one thing and then we just hit the floor but I was thinking about the last time that I cried I thought I laughed so hard that I cried was I was and I've done a lot since but there's one specific time where my sister and I were telling these stories to one of our cousins that were completely untrue and kind of like more of a distant cousin that didn't see us a lot and like know a lot about the family. And and um, we, we decided that we were gonna get this like, these stories going about our granny and how our granny was crazy. And sometimes she could walk and sometimes she was in a wheelchair and we would tell these granny stories um, to our cousin who at the time was probably like, six little boy no no sorry he would he would have been older probably like eight and we'd go on about our weekend and what would happen with granny because granny lived with us and we had a special like chair that would go up the stairs for her and uh, we had a pool and um and so so (laughs) so sometimes my sister would just start it off or i would it's like, oh, can you believe what granny did last night? And then we would literally just improv the whole thing and laugh hysterically. <laughs> we were talking about how <laughs> Granny like wheeled her wheelchair into the swimming pool. And um and how like just we were laughing so hard. And even though this is not like for something that really happened, and of course, if our granny, which we don't have a granny, you know, we always had an and opa, but if we ever had a granny that did this, we would of course not be laughing about him because we are just making it up from scratch. Oh my god. So that anyway. I used to freaking cry laugh all the time because our cousin had no idea and believed us the whole time. I was like, "What? Like, oh my god! Like, what did you guys do?" And so, because we had somebody listening, not only were we making up the story together, like bouncing things off each other, we had somebody listening that totally believed us, and it just made it so much more funny. Anyway, <laughs> this is me this just made me remember we were playing monopoly it was my brother and my sister and i my cousin same cousin and um he was younger than us so we could very easily take advantage of him so we were playing monopoly and we we're having a good time and we used to play monopoly all the time especially on like rainy days like this we kept stealing some of his money like when he wasn't looking and he kept looking down or or he would go to the bathroom or go get a snack or something like and we would keep taking money (laughs) from um his stash right because you know when you play Monopoly you have the board and to me I would kind of neatly stack all of my cash like in little piles and in order and so we wound up taking (laughs) taking so much of his money and he didn't notice that we were taking it we, we probably sound like the worst cousins ever, like we were so mean. We really weren't, but then so he came back think he had like two $1 bills left and he just had no idea that we had taken all his money and he didn't even question where it went. That was the last time I was 11, I peed my pants laughing so hard, <laughs> oh my god, poor guy he knows all the stories now like this is (laughs) is not like still a secret or anything but um oh my god super super funny now it's time for a segment that i like to call cat facts and i'm feeling this sex in jamaica (laughs) feeling a little sore from this cocktail you guys Sorry, that's so sick. <clears throat> okay, anyway, I am going to read some facts that I found online. Do your own research. If I read something to you you're not too sure about, maybe do your own research. Just saying. Because I'm Canadian, I'm going to be reading facts about hockey. Maybe you did not know. So hockey is Canada's sport. I don't... Any any country can come at me with whatever they got. Canada is number one. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. I don't really follow hockey but I do want to know more about it so that's what we're going to do. We're going to learn some things about hockey. So this is titled um 10 freezingly fascinating facts about ice hockey. All right number one hockey pucks are kept on ice. Pucks are kept frozen until they are needed in a game. A modern puck is made of rubber and becomes flimsy and bounces when it gets warm. Freezing the hockey pucks prevents them from bouncing so players can more easily control them. On average 12 pucks are used in NHL games because they thaw so fast. So yeah if you ever wondered why they switch out the pucks it's because they're heating up. The first pucks were made of cow dung. Legend has it that the first pucks used in outdoor hockey games were actually frozen cow patties. But the game must go on, right? Uh, Cut-up lacrosse balls were later made into pucks before taking their final form today. Vulcanized rubber. So octopus throwing is a lucky tradition for Red Wings fans. When there were only six NHL teams in 1952, eight wins during the playoffs clinched the Stanley Cup. Think of eight wins as tentacles on an octopus. That was the line of thinking brothers Pete and Jerry who threw an octopus on the ice during a red wings playoff game that year since the team took the cup octopi have become the team's lucky charms and as of 1995 an octopus became the team's official mascot (laughs) so just imagine just like thawing an octopus and chucking it onto the ice ice in the rink is less than an inch thick that's interesting i did not know that Uh, The ice layer in a professional hockey rink is only three quarter inches, 1.90 centimeters thick, and is kept at minus nine degrees Celsius, 16 degrees Fahrenheit. Thinner ice layers allow the water to freeze faster and harder. Uh, The thicker the ice, the softer and slower it becomes. All right. The Anaheim Ducks got their name from a Disney movie. Remember the Mighty Ducks? The Anaheim California hockey team was named after the famous Disney film and was once owned by the company. In 2007, a year after Disney sold the franchise, the Mighty Ducks of Anaheim won the Stanley Cup. Today they are known as the Anaheim Ducks. Referees drop the puck for a good reason. Duh. Nobody wants to get their fingers broken by a hockey stick. Before 1914, hockey refs used their hands to place the puck between the two players' sticks in a (laughs) face-off. But after 14 referees lost their index finger... I'm just joking. I added that part in. (laughs) But for obvious reasons, this wasn't a good idea. After many cuts, bruises, and likely broken bones, they began dropping it between the puck. uh, Between... The pucks instead, they meant to say sticks. It says pucks. After many cuts, bruises, they began dropping it between the sticks instead. See, do your own research. These people can't even get that straight. (laughs) Players use the Stanley Cup as a snack bowl. I would have liked cereal bowl, but. uh, When a team wins a Stanley Cup, every team member gets to keep it for 24 hours. As long as the watcher or trustee permits it, the players can do whatever they like with the cup. (laughs) Can they shit in it? (laughs) sorry that's sick Uh, since the cup is actually a punchable many users and many players use it to hold drinks and snacks some treats enjoyed from the trophy included champagne chicken wings cereal and ice cream cereal fans can be goalies what happens if both the team's goalies are injured and unable to play fans step in to help anyone can serve as a backup goalie including someone in the audience in 2020 an emergency goalie from the audience filled in as the carolina hurricanes netminder and got the win for the team could you imagine hey guys guess what happened i went to this nhl game and they used me as the goalie people like get out of here it's true it could be true i mean that's that's super exciting for a fan like for a major hockey fan okay we got Two more facts here. Uh, I'm enjoying this, I'm learning some things. (laughs) Players can lose 10 pounds or more during a game. I Better start playing me some hockey. (laughs) During a hockey game, goalies can lose as much as 10 pounds of water weight. Goalies. Uh, Goalies sweat a lot because of the lights, the thick padded layers, and the fact that they play an entire game. To combat dehydration-induced muscle cramps, goalies consume sports drinks, pickle juice, and mustard packets. See, I'm not the only weirdo. I think really my calling was to become a goalie because guess what? When I was a kid, I used to drink vinegar packets from McDonald's and eat mustard packets. Like, I mean, eat the mustard out of the packets. Okay, last fact. Hockey players do not have to wear mouth guards. Despite the rough nature of the sport, wearing mouth guards is an optional thing in the NHL. In the NHL. Even though players may still lose teeth when hit directly in the face while wearing a mouth guard, these devices have their advantages. The mouth guards prevent players from clamping their teeth, biting their tongues, and decreases the chance of broken jaws or chipped teeth. Okay, well I recommend wearing a mouth guard for sure because <laughs> we all need our teeth. They're there for a reason, let's keep them. Now it's time for a segment that I like to call groovy music. That's M-E-W-S-I-C. I got a funky tune here that I found this morning, if I can find it. Okay, it's called Crazy Like That by Low Five. Very beachy Jamaica. like that by low five hey low five that's kind of something that happens to me often when i go to high five somebody and then we miss and then you just swing back around what is the best prank you ever pulled like something that you will reference forever and like think back to and was not like (laughs) I'm not, one thing I can't do is like be cruel to people and like April Fool's comes around and you want to like pull somebody's leg. Some people go way overboard and like over the top. For me, I have a really hard time scaring somebody or like making them feel a certain way. That's why whenever I have to like report an emergency to someone or like a loved one, the first thing I always say is like, don't worry, everyone is okay. If we are all okay, then don't worry, everything's okay. But Susie wrecked the car. <laughs> but you don't be like, Susie wrecked the car and like wait for a response. It's like a sickness. Some people do this and wait a minute. Why is my microphone way over there? <laughs> Can you hear me? Could you hear me the whole time? Hopefully. Um, so what was it talking about? Um, oh yeah, just when you're reporting something to somebody that's maybe a little bit intense started off by saying just so you know everyone's okay but dot 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 this happened rather than this happened and then waiting for I think some people get off on the thrill of like you know um anyway so what's the best best what's the best prank you ever pulled? <laughs> I um I've scared a lot of people I've hidden in some really brilliant spots mostly in like with revenge in mind because I'm not just going to pop out of a closet to my aunt who's never done anything to me but if you go out of your way to scare me you've opened a can of worms and I don't get angry I get even lame I'm sure you've all heard that one (laughs) But one thing in particular, and I think I've told this story here before. Uh, one Christmas, my brother, my sister, and I each got a mini tape recorder with the mini tapes, you know, like the little tiny tapes. And you could record and play things backwards, play things forwards, play it in like chipmunk mode. Where it's like... So <laughs> I had this idea to make a bunch of really scary monster sounds like this. And record it. In fast-forward mode so when I would play it back it would sound super high-pitched and almost inhuman like like that <laughs> not like that but you know you you get what I'm saying so for it probably it felt like half an hour but it was probably ten minutes straight of me recording myself in fast-forward mode making these horrific goblin sounds And of course, when it's recorded in fast forward mode, you play it back in normal mode, then it's two and a half minutes. So, (laughs) so um, we were watching Survivor. Survivor was new. I think it was season one. My sister and I were watching it and probably my mom too. But at this point, my mom was not involved. She wasn't in the room. And uh, we were getting ready, set up to watch Survivor in my sister's room. She had a TV in her room. I threw the recorder, push play, threw it underneath my sister's bed. So we're getting ready and she hasn't heard it yet because it's very faint because it's underneath I don't know some clothes or something underneath her bed. I'm like god damn it, she can't hear it. I'm like hey listen shh and my sister's like what and I'm like listen shh and so we're listening and we could just barely hear this weird sound coming from underneath her bed and I was like what the hell is that? and my sister's like what is that like she got creeped out she looks at me she jumps on her bed and of course now she's on her bed she can hear it even more intensely and it sounds it's perfect I am just there's part of me on the inside is like blossoming and just loving every it's just the ultimate payoff her freaking out I'm really having a hard time keeping a straight face because I have never been able to keep a straight face. I could never be a stand-up comedian. I could never really be a comedian or act or anything because I cannot keep a straight face. I think if I <clears throat> really trained myself, then I could, but anyway, as, especially as a kid. So she's starting to fall for it. So I start nervous laughing, pretending like I'm so nervous. I'm like, <laughs> like, don't joke around. Like, this is crazy. Like, what is this sound? And um, she, my sister's almost in tears. So long story short, I burst out laughing, ruin everything and say, it was me, I recorded this. So then my sister loved it. She thought, she was like, oh my God, it got me so good. So we wound up doing the same thing to my brother and I don't actually remember what happened with him i think that he figured it out or like he wasn't as scared or we both burst out laughing too early to like have any type of impact <laughs> but that was like the most brilliant thing like that i did as a kid that i reference i've told the story many times because i'm like that's how smart it was but <laughs> it's only the only the one thing that i ever did that i'm really proud of um but otherwise i've not really ever pulled people's legs like I don't know, it just bothers me to see them like squirm or be uh, upset there was one, maybe some of you remember this, there was um, a reality show that came out where this woman had to lie to her family and pretend that she had won like $5 million and if she pulled it off for like the full two weeks at the very end of the show she'd actually get $250,000 but she had to lie to her whole family that she had won and then go and buy all these things for herself and her dad wanted a new truck so they went to the used car dealership and she's like okay you have like a $10,000 budget or something (laughs) it's just so heartbreaking like to watch her have to try to convince her family that she won $5 million, that she was really just like hoarding it. Anyway, I don't remember the name, but it I feel like the series got cut off early. It never finished. Like they, the network was like, this is wrong. Like we, this is really bad. You can't do this anymore. Um, if you find the name of the show, I'd love it. If you know, like what I'm referencing, down below in the comments, leave a comment about that because I, like my family and I got into this show it's right around the same time as survivor right when reality shows started becoming a thing um because yeah it was it was kind of sad <laughs> but that's how I just like reference that because I think about how difficult it would be to kind of be an asshole to your family and like that's what she was meant to do like they she would almost have a script and she'd have to like i start acting really super rich and like th- throw her family under the bus and stuff just because she was she had won the lottery and she didn't care anymore or something um but on the inside she's like i can't do this like this is the worst ever and anyway they, they pulled the they pulled the show because it was a little bit over the top but that's kind of like a good example of how i would be i'd be like i can't do the show anymore <laughs> i can't like do this to my family all right now it's time for a segment that i like to call Twirling my drink as you watch Uh, You know that there's like a a lava lamp knockoff and this has been around for a long time but my sister and I think my brother but I know my sister and I had lava lamps as kids and um, I have such good memories from being a teenager and Having a lava lamp and a blow-up chair like plastic furniture in my room. That was like the coolest thing had beads um san San francisco was where we got all this stuff that store san francisco where they have like weird gag sex jokes and stuff (laughs) mixed with you know blow up furniture and weird shit anyway but the lava lamps that i'm talking about are like only shimmer dust in water excuse me and there's like a little fan blowing it around or something anyway and it's just like shimmery not as cool as a lava lamp that's for sure anyway what am i talking about i don't know Ah, uh, Kitty Twisters is a segment where I tell jokes that I read on the internet. And today, I've only got a couple so you don't have to worry. <laughs> Does anybody else have this issue where there are, say you're looking for a recipe online, but there are 75,000 ads. So you think you're clicking on something to get you to where you need to be, but it's somehow tricked you that you're, you're clicking on it and it takes you to where you don't want to go. It takes you to the ad. Drives me crazy. Anyway, uh, here we go. Some of these are really bad. And I think I've only got five so we're just gonna get through them. (laughs) (laughs) What's the difference between an actor and a burnt rodent? One's Chris Pratt and the other is a crisp rat. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. This one's really dumb. What do you call a tired skeleton? The grim sleeper. See? Dave walks into a magic shop. He walks up to the man at the counter and asks, what magic can you do? The man at the counter replies, Voodoo, magic reversal, time travel, and Dave interrupts and says, Wait, go back! Dave walks into a magic shop and the man at the counter says to him, That'll be $30.75. How do kleptomaniacs like their eggs cooked? Poached. (laughs) I'm a locksmith and also a musician. I recently wrote a song which has lovely key change. (laughs) Oh my god. This is sick. A man goes to a funeral and asks the widow, "Mind if I say a word?" She says, "Please do." The man clears his throat and says, <clears> throat> "Bargain." The widow replies, "Thanks. That means a great deal." <laughs> Sorry, this is the last one. I think my phone is broken. I press the home button and I'm still at work. But I'm. <laughs> Well, that concludes Kitty Twisters. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? It's probably a good thing with the jokes I just read. Well, everyone, that concludes episode 56. I hope that you enjoyed it. Don't forget that my 25 Days of Micro Bikinis is happening right now. Cat Wonders is sponsoring this podcast. (laughs) Uh, check it out the links will be down in the description box if you're listening to this podcast on spotify apple wherever you're listening to it head to my youtube channel to type in cat wonders on youtube it will take you to episode 56 and you can go to the description the description box and follow the link in case you're interested in checking out me in 25 different micro bikinis and they're not just micro bikinis some of them are slingshots some of them go like this some of them go like this some of them go like this (laughs) uh anyway check it out if you're watching the video version like it that would really help out my channel and the algorithm and all that great stuff and subscribe so you don't miss my future podcasts or my try-ons i've got a lot of stuff planned for the summer And I cannot wait for you to see it. Um, And keep in mind that I will not be around for the next two Fridays for the podcast. Um, I will be back though. So just FYI. Thank you all so much for watching. I had so much fun. And the recipe also for sex in Jamaica will be down below as well. In case you want to make it yourself. But I'll add lime or lemon to the recipe just because it does need a little bit more of a a zest to it. Yes. All right. I will see you in my next video. Bye.